Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So with a week, a week and a day before this uh, deadline set by Kinder Morgan to get some clarity on the Trans Mountain Pipeline project. There's a lot of news on the Trans Mountain project uh, with the federal NDP leader today announcing that he is siding with B.C. in this dispute. Jagmeet Singh even suggesting that he might run in an upcoming by-election in Burnaby, perhaps explaining his position on the pipeline. Uh, We've got the Western Premier's meeting in Yellowknife, where there is not a consensus, maybe not a surprise, but not a consensus uh, on this project. Uh, and therefore, Alberta is not signing on to the communique uh, from this meeting. Now, of course, as you may know, Premier Notley decided not to attend this meeting. held a news conference yesterday to update Bill 12 uh, and to focus on the pipeline. Joining us to talk more about all of this is Alberta's Premier, Rachel Notley. Madam Premier, great to have you with us. You're welcome to the program. It's good to be here. Thanks. All right. So the federal leader of the NDP uh, today has announced that he is uh, going to oppose this project. He is going to side with B.C. What was your reaction? Uh, Well, my reaction is pretty much the same reaction it's been from day one because he's pretty much made that that position clear for some time. Uh, I think that uh, it's unfortunate. I think, uh, obviously, he sees his political interests as being very much focused on a a very small uh, group of MPs in one small part of B.C. And uh, it's unfortunate because I think what he's also doing is he is... uh, straying a little bit farther away than he should be uh, from uh, the core NDP values of standing up for working people. And uh, it's been our view all along that uh, in order to make progress, real progress on on environmental uh, sustainability and and, and environmental protection, you must do so in a way that supports uh, the interests of working people. And uh, and that's not uh, what this position on this debate reflects. So what does that leave the Alberta NDP uh, vis-a-vis the, the rest of the party? Well, you know, I think, uh, as I've said all along, I think that, I mean, there are other sections of the part of the party that uh, uh, do uh, uh, agree with the position that we are taking. And uh, and uh, as things stand right now, uh, we're going to continue to do our work on behalf of Albertans and on behalf of working people, not only in Alberta, but across the country. Uh, because uh, the fundamental thing is you, people have to have uh, economic security. They need to be able to provide for their for their uh, kids. They need to provide for their for themselves. They need to be able to uh, have roofs over their heads and food on the table. And uh, and and um, we can't uh, allow real progress um, to forget that uh, when it comes to taking real action on uh, climate change and other environmental issues. So if Jagmeet Singh runs in the by-election in Burnaby, I suspect the pipeline is going to be front and center. Are you going to stay out of that campaign? Would you urge voters in Burnaby to reject Jagmeet Singh? 
Uh, you know, I'm not going to get terribly involved in that at this point. I think that uh, we're at a point now where the matter will be uh, mostly resolved um, in the in the fairly near future. And so uh, I haven't uh, turned my mind to uh, that particular by-election or that particular plan on his part. What I do know, though, is that uh, New Democrats across this country uh, believe strongly that uh, we have to make sure that, that there are jobs for people and prosperity for people, um, that life is affordable for people, and that that must be paired with responsible action on protecting the environment, and that people who fail to to think about how to do that in a clear way are bound to uh, fail on both fronts. But outside of your government, uh, it seems that in the rest of the country, the NDP, rather be they provincial, federal, uh, are pretty firmly opposed to pipelines. Uh, I would say that's not actually the case. I think what you're talking about right now is uh, Jagmeet Singh, and, uh, and and you are talking about, of course, John Horgan. And there's no question about that. Uh, but uh, you know that that is not the NDP across the whole country. Well, who am I overlooking? Well, I think there are many other uh, provincial sections and there are members across the country uh, who support our position. And really, uh, honestly, my focus right now is not on internal party politics. It's on the work that we are doing here as the government of Alberta, uh, standing up for working people, making the most progress on uh, improving environmental protection, sustainability, taking action on climate change of any jurisdiction in this country, potentially on the continent, while at the same time leading uh, the, the country in economic growth and job creation, but knowing that we have more to do on that front because families here are still hurting. And so that's the work I'm going to do because that's what I was elected to do, and uh, that's what I think Albertans want to see uh, their premier focused on. Well, and, and you'd said you were going to focus on this issue instead of attending the uh, Western Premier's meeting in Yellowknife. Uh, the Deputy mm-hmm. Premier, uh, Sarah Hoffman, is there. Now, wh- what's your understanding then of what happened today uh, regarding the, the pipeline issue and regarding the final communique from the meeting? Well, as we made it fairly clear, uh, we were not prepared to t- uh, sign on to a communique uh, that was focused on uh, solely on how to spend money uh, when uh, the province of Alberta was very much focused on how to earn the money. And uh, and that uh, communique that, that only focused on those latter items uh, was just going to be um, uh, just just sort of jaw-droppingly tone deaf and and not demonstrating the kind of leadership that people need to see across this country from their political leaders. Uh, we know that we have to uh, promote ongoing economic growth and, and, uh, and job creation, and that through that we can do the important things that the premiers were talking about at that meeting, whether we're talking about improvements to health care, whether we're talking about more investments into community safety. Those things are really important, but as uh, Premier, or as uh, the Deputy Premier Hoffman made a good point of saying, is those things don't grow on trees. And when we have a critical issue that is, you know, eight days away, where uh, one province is is happily stepping up to say that they're okay with draining, you know, up to fifteen billion dollars a year out of the Canadian economy, well, we simply can't have those kinds of conversations in the face of that particular issue being front and center. And to do so is is irresponsible. Well, BC hasn't budged from its position. So where where, where do things stand here a week and a day away from this deadline, do you think? 
Well, you know, we are working, as I've said before, uh, with Kinder Morgan, with the federal government about um, a path forward to ensure that uh, construction resumes on schedule this summer and uh, that the matter goes forward. We know that uh, we've got uh, a couple of outstanding court decisions uh, that are underway. We understand the one of them is uh, scheduled to be um, uh, released tomorrow, and then the Federal Court of Appeal decision uh, we hope to see fairly soon. Those decisions should clarify, uh, we hope, the uncertainty around this issue. And then it's just a matter of uh, doing what is necessary to support Kinder Morgan going forward and ensuring that the government of BC stops trying to inject additional um, uh, fronts for more uncertainty so that we can just get uh, on the job of um, of uh, growing the economy while making the kind of unprecedented progress that we have been making on uh, protecting our environment. So have you been uh, in constant contact then with, with the Prime Minister, with Kinder Morgan? We have been uh, at work, uh, our officials have been uh, at work for some time uh, with uh, federal officials and with Kinder Morgan doing a whole bunch of sort of due diligence conversations and uh, I've been uh, in regular contact uh, with, uh, like daily contact with um, uh, Minister Morneau in his office um, and um, slightly less frequent contact with the Prime Minister but uh, we know that we are making progress um, uh, but we're still not at a point where um, it's a position. It's a, uh, there's a resolution to announce to people. You've raised the prospect before of uh, Alberta investing in this project or even taking over the project outright. Does that remain on the table? Well, you know, as I've said, there's a number of different uh, strategies and leverage points that uh, we can exercise to make sure that this uh, project gets continued and is successful. And that's one of them. So that's uh, in the mix right now. Um, and, uh, and, and we'll see where it ultimately ends up. Where, where do things stand with Bill 12? Well, um, as, as I've said, so we've, uh, you know, we passed the bill last week and, uh, and so we're looking now at doing the work that's necessary to, to roll it out in a timely fashion that uh, achieves the objectives that are outlined in the bill uh, in a very timely way. So we've been, that's some of the stuff that I've been working on uh, very carefully with officials over the course of the last few days and we're still hard at work on that. Um, but, uh, you know, and so we'll have more to say. Obviously, the uh, government of BC decided that they would attempt to file a statement of claim on this matter yesterday. We find it uh, particularly um, uh, ironic that on one hand they don't want our oil, but on the other hand they're going to sue us to get our oil. Um, so, you know, uh, I think they probably need to figure out which horse they're going to ride at any given time. Well, does it seem premature on their part then to to launch a challenge of a bill that's not yet fully implemented or complete? Uh, it, it absolutely does strike us as being premature because they haven't, uh, you know, the, the act hasn't been proclaimed. They haven't seen the regulations. So I don't suspect that they're going to get very far with the uh, statement of claim that they filed. But it was certainly uh, kind of them to uh, uh, reveal to us the arguments that we would be working with as we uh, move towards designing our regulations. When might that legislation be utilized? <laughs> well, as I've said, uh, we will be letting people know uh, when we are ready to go. Um, I suspect uh, we'll, um, you, we'll be seeing it very soon. But under certain circumstances? Um, again, uh, it's, that's one of those things that uh, we'll uh, be um, uh, letting people know about very soon. Does it hinge on the deadline, <laughs> the May 31st deadline? 
I will say that it is uh, somewhat related to that that uh, deadline. Yes, I'll go that far. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, um, you've yeah. mentioned your your government's climate plan, and of course, uh, there's there's the federal climate plan as well. Uh, where, mm-hmm. where I mean, if if this pipeline does not happen, if the worst outcome occurs regarding this pipeline, where does it leave those those plans? Um, well, I've been very uh, clear that all along that um, we um, uh, uh, we've only signed on to the Pan Canadian Framework, which is the federal plan that goes beyond the uh, thirty dollar a ton um, climate levy, uh, on the condition that this pipeline is successful. So I was clear about that when we uh, met uh, with the first ministers uh, back in um, I think it was the fall of um, of two thousand sixteen, and uh, and that's been my position ever since. Okay, and I want to ask you one question. It's, it's not related to the pipeline issue, but it's related to, to plasma. Your government last year brought in legislation to ban paid plasma donations. I'm not sure if you've had an opportunity yet to review this uh, expert panel report for Health Canada. Would you con- uh, consider lifting the ban if the evidence points us in the direction that paid plasma donations uh, are safe and do not threaten the country's blood supply? Um, I think what we have to do. I mean, I, I haven't had a chance to review that at any at uh, in any detail at this point. So it'd be probably a bit premature for me to offer up an opinion there. I think obviously the safety of all Canadians is a critical uh, issue, as is ensuring that we don't set up uh, a scenario where where uh, people are. Um, um, uh, making uh, bad decisions for the sake of money and all that kind of stuff. But I think that uh, uh, certainly we'll be looking at uh, all the evidence-based information that we can find and, and uh, always keeping an eye to uh, ensuring that that gets us to the best decisions possible. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Premier Notley, we'll leave it there, but uh, I'm sure we'll be hearing much more from you over the next week or so. But thank you so much for making some time for us here today. Really appreciate it. Uh, it's good to talk to you. Take care. Likewise. Uh, there you go. Premier Rachel Notley. Uh, some thoughts on where things stand a week and a day away from this crucial May 31st deadline. 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.